Alexa, we've made it. Tell me about today's episode of South of Nowhere, Season 3, Episode 7, Gay Pride. Spencer and Ashley spend a memorable night together. Aiden begins to rebuild his life. And we show him our pride. Whoa, man. Whoa, man. <laughs> yes. Yes, Nisi. This episode. I love this episode so hard. <laughs> By the way, guys, my name is Nettie Smith. I'm Nisi Smith. And today we're going to be talking about Gay Pride. It is season three, episode seven of Woo-woo. the series. Yeah. And we'll also be talking about the webisode spencer confesses she does yep oh, man, this episode is my favorite if i have if you guys didn't hear in the last episode yes this is my favorite episode of the entire series and we will go into why it's just everything it's everything so that's what we will be doing today um nisi uh, how have you been um, I think I've been fine, just sitting here chilling, been catching up on Hulu, Netflix, um, going to class, Kines, physical therapy. Um, yeah, just trying to live life, y'all. Just trying to live life. Yeah, yeah, man. It's gotten cold here in New York, though. It's like 30-something. Ew. It got throughout the blue, too. It's just like Nasty. you woke up one morning and it was like that. It'd be like that. We just came up off of the uh, marathon events here in New York City. Um, shout out to all the finishers. Y'all better than me. Y'all show better than me. <laughs> I can't finish a marathon. I could barely do a half. Actually, It'll I can't even me. do a half. I, I don't even know if I can do a 10K at this point, but um, I probably could do a 10K. But shout out to y'all. Cause... Definitely would have to run walk, though. Oh, yeah. A lot of people were like, the people I talked to, they were like, yeah, we're going to be running some and walking some. So that's the way to go. I'm like, yeah, that's run the way walking to do all the it. way. Yeah. Unless you just, you know, one of them beastly athletes that just don't care and just want to run it all the way through. People who run all the way, even slow, like, I don't know how they do it, man. Like, my friend can run all the way. Like, even when we were doing labs for health and fitness class, we had to do ones where we had to run around the parking lot and I would have to stop and walk. And then, like, this other bitch was just like, I'm going to run the whole thing. And I'm like... You you ran the whole thing and she was like yeah like I just I didn't stop and I was like really like not, not even to walk and long as your just, heart don't give out <laughs> I could never I couldn't I could I would have to walk oh man yeah that's how it is when you're it's uh, too hard to just when you're keep running subpar human you just can't run that <laughs> can't run that that fast and hard subpar human um, but it's um, a trash human man <laughs> but yeah that's uh that's what's going on with us so we are uh we don't have any alumni news no mailbag unfortunately but you know i'm hopeful for the future so uh make sure you get those in and uh, we'll keep a close eye on the cast and see if they have any upcoming projects that we need to let you guys know about but as of right now we are going to get into gay, gay pride. pride yes everyone here we go so, 
Paula and Spencer are getting done with grocery shopping. They're putting their groceries back in the car. And Paula notices a flyer in the windshield. Now, while Paula takes it off, um, she hands it to Spencer. And she speculates about what it might say. Something about weight loss or come join a such and such place. Then Spencer reads it and checks out. Spencer reads the flyer. But you guys take a look at the ADR on her mouth when she says LGBT. You're in for a treat. (laughs) Um, An Easter egg of a treat. Um, It's not that big a deal, but just check it out. But it's a Pride Parade flyer. And it's going on in West Hollywood. What happens next? So I thought this was really funny because when when um, Spencer finds out what the flyer is about, she's like, oh, yeah, it's for the Pride event coming up. And Paula's like, <laughs> she's like, the what? The what event? And it reminded me of that Key and Peele sketch, the one where they're like, I said, bitch. And then... <laughs> And then the other guy is like, oh, you really said that? And he's like, hmm? And he's like, you said bitch. And he's like, oh, yeah, I said that. <laughs> um, I didn't, I've seen that skit, but I didn't, I didn't get the parallel. Um, Girl, that skit is so funny. No, nah, that's cool. It's, they've had better skits, but whatever. Um, Spence says, we should go. And Paula's like, we? Yeah, she was like, hmm? <laughs> Spence was like, yeah. And she smiles kind of like, like, oh. Spencer's smile is kind of like, mm-hmm, that's uh, right. I want my I mom to come you. to Pride with me. It's like that got you kind of smile, yep. I want my mom to come to Pride with me. Yeah, it could be like that. I also thought that she really actually wanted her mom to come to Pride with her just to step out of her comfort zone, you know? Yeah, I, I think that's part of it as well as like it was kind of a test to see if Paula was really down to go. It was kind of like a let me test out this uh, – accepting me type thing and see how far it goes oh you're so right yep that's how i felt it was um she kind of wanted to see if if her mom would go with her just to kind of see where she was on the scale yeah uh but that brings us to our credits and back at the house uh they're coming back in from grocery shopping spencer and paula are arguing Paula says that she can't go to Pride because she has to work and she can't find someone to cover her because all the doctors are out of town that particular weekend. Now, listen, before when they were talking at the grocery store and Spencer was all like, I want my mom to come to Pride with me. I was like, Paula would rather die than go to Pride, bro. Like, she is not... Probably. Like, she was not really checking for nobody to cover for her for this Pride event. Like, she was probably lying, but... Um, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, I think I have something listed in my notes about that, but we will get there um, with my yeah. statements on that. Um, she says that she deeply resents Spencer calling her homophobic. Yeah. Spencer says her actual statement was that she was in denial about being homophobic, and there's a difference. Um, <laughs> I mean, she is slash was a homophobe. Like, we ain't lying. She appears to be homophobic, especially in this moment when she doesn't really want to go to Pride and she appears to not really be trying to shake a leg at trying to get someone to cover for her. Um, But I don't know her origin story, so I can't go into what her mindset is. Um, But it's her own daughter. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you can't. It's not like it's the next door neighbor's daughter. Like, you can go to Pride and support your daughter and then tell your, your doctor friends at work, be like, hey, um. What if like what if like one of your children was 
graduating you'd be like hey i can't make it there's a graduation this saturday (laughs) and they'd be like oh fine we'll find someone to cover they would do it you know what i mean so you can obviously figure out a way to, to get off work i really really do get that but a graduation's more important than going to this pride festival and with a graduation you would have way more time to know before you get the coverage just she could say she's sick or she has a family emergency they'll find somebody then Oh, you mean like with the pride being at like the last minute and then like she needs to find someone. She don't got to mention pride. She don't got to mention all that. Just say I got a family emergency. I can't come in today. They'll find somebody. They will find a doctor from another district. They will find somebody. (laughs) But then again, I see it from Paula's perspective because I've been there where I've tried to like find someone to cover for me for work and no one will cover and that's your job on the line. But I mean, she can miss one day of work. The Carlins aren't hurting for money, obviously. She has to go save lives. The people are physically hurting. No, there's other people there. She's not the only (laughs) one saving. There's other doctors there, I promise to God. Anyway, that's a whole other situation. Let's get back into this episode. So, Um, I have to say something. When Paula and Spencer are arguing, and Spencer's like, I just want you to come to Pride with me because, like, I want to feel loved and accepted. And Paula's like, I do accept you. And it's like, yeah, I feel like she does not all the way feel loved and accepted by Paula. Well, I, I, she's justified for not feeling loved and accepted. I mean, look at the previous episode. She was trying to hook her up with that dude. or She was helping her get oh, hooked yeah. up with Patrick. <laughs> by washing she, her favorite jeans. <laughs> yeah, I thought for sure that we were over this. And yeah. she was still showing signs of, like, maybe I can turn Spencer straight again or something, you know? So... I totally get where Spencer's coming from emotionally. Yeah, for sure. But then Arthur comes in. He's like, whoa, whoa, fill me in. What's going on here? <laughs> he's like, um, what's the 411? A- Fody's here to help. <laughs> so I love the way that Fody is like the referee because Paula's yeah. telling, Paula is the parent. But she's talking to Spencer and then she's telling Spencer what she needs to tell her. And then she'll look up at Arthur for like validation after mm-hmm. like every few sentences. So we know who runs this house because <laughs> Paula makes her statements and then she'll look up at, at Arthur like, am I right? Like she has to Bruh. make sure she's going on a fine line here. Um, Paula says that Spencer should appreciate everything that she's doing for this family, mm-hmm. especially being tolerant. And that's when the conversation takes a Spencer wins kind of tone <laughs> because why would you ever make any inference that you're simply tolerating your daughter? tolerating her sexuality like so spencer says tolerant i don't want to be tolerated i just want to be loved i want to be accepted which means you would find a way to go to pride but how convenient you have to work hell yeah spencer hell freaking yeah she was telling some true freaking words she just wants to be loved and accepted and she can't even feel that from her own mom bruh Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm Arthur says, you know, Spencer, let's take a step back. And Spencer's like, no, Dad. I rarely ask her for anything. And I just want to share this one thing with her and just forget it. And she leaves and walks off. Dang. And um, leaves Paula there and with Arthur. And Paula says, I can't win with her. Yeah. Arthur says, Paula, we both know this is more than just a scheduling conflict. Ooh. And then that's, that's the end of that scene. So we're out of the kitchen. We're in the loft's kitchen now with the Rafe girls or the Davies sisters or as we like to call them, Kyla Woods and Ashley Davies. I think the, okay, Rafe Davies and Kyla Woods. 
Oh, they call them the Rafe girls in this episode, which is weird. I almost and called them the Rafies, but I forgot that Rafe was the first name of the dad. <laughs> um, the they're in the kitchen. They're sitting down, uh, Ashley and Kyla, and they're getting their makeup done. There's like camera lights everywhere, like they're doing a, doing a photo shoot, or they're about to get ready for one, or they're about to get ready for their press conference. I don't know. All I know is they're sitting in a chair getting makeup done. For what reason, I don't know. <laughs> Jake is b- back. He's back on the scene, Pinocchio. and he is being Jake. And he must have heard about the record deal and flew in on a red eye because he he has to hop on the Davies train, right? Because it's <laughs> it's the gravy train. What a loser! He's such a loser. I don't even know what his history is. How how is he equipped to be able to manage artists? <laughs> Do we know his history? His resume? Does he have a resi? Does he even know what a resume is? I don't even know. So how do we know that he's equipped like, to be responsible enough to be a manager? Who has he worked with? Yeah, like who are your previous clients? We don't know at all. Like whatever. <laughs> um, Glenn is acting as the assistant over in his little corner desk. <laughs> Glenn is on the phone, and he asks Jake, "Is this a party for the Rafe girls or for Justin Timberlake?" Ooh. He's saying that Clive Davis wants to know. Ooh. And Jake's like, "You're on the phone with Clive Davis's office." And Glenn's like, no, I'm on the phone with Clive Davis. Baller. (laughs) Now pause. Clive (laughs) Davis is one of the biggest executive producers in the music industry. And he has gotten discovered um, acts such as Whitney Houston and Alicia Keys. He was, uh, if you guys have ever seen like Making the Band One with O-Town, he executive produced their first two albums. He's like, he's an older gentleman. (laughs) (laughs) And he has a great ear for... um, knowing what a hit song is. So, yeah, he's a big deal in the music industry. So Glenn's on the phone with him. So Jake takes the phone and says, hey, Clive, as if they're like old buddies or something. Mm-hmm. Right. He's like, Jake Kessler here. I'm like, Clive don't know you. Stop. <laughs> he don't know you. <laughs> Glenn asks Ashley who Clive Davis is, and Ashley explains. So Kyla's being all weird. She's, uh... Oof, Kyla is she, a lot. Yeah, she was being, her and Jake were being gross together in this scene. I think this is, yeah, I wrote they were being gross. Like um, She's freaking out about the guest list because there's so many people on it. And the funny thing is, we find out later that Madison, the party is partially for Madison going on tour with Justin Timberlake, and she's not even on the list. So you have a right? million people on this list, and not one of them is Madison Duarte. The person that the party is for. Yeah, so... Mm-hmm. She's freaking out. Jake offers her drugs to help, which is something that is going to get crazy. Yeah. That's some crazy territory, some dangerous territory. Um, so the deal is that they're having a party at Ego, I guess, that night. And it's to celebrate Madison going on tour with Justin and uh, the Davies sisters record deal. So, yeah, Jake is off the phone, calms her down, and says to put Clive down as a maybe- Clive Davis got way so much going on, and he's he's very old. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think he would be going to a party such as that at a club. A kid's party. Yeah, he's like, I'm, I'm, he's at least 80, so oh. I don't know. I'm just saying. Just saying. That's old. So Glenn asked Jake and the girls if Clive has any rich daughters that would, like, want to sugar mama him. He said that. Yeah, I mean, good question. Why not make a buck? You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, get that money, man. Ain't nothing wrong I mean, with that. I've, get that I've freaking had older money. Gentlemen, ask me if they could sugar daddy me. Hell yeah, 
Hell yeah. But, you know, I'm a girl, so it's a little more dicey. I got a, <laughs> a lot more logistics and safety issues at hand. Hey, um, I know they got stripping in New York, so that's also an option. No, nah, I can't dance like that. And I've tried, I've tried the stripper pole. Like, I've taken classes and, girl, mm-hmm. my upper body. Yeah. Good, yeah. I'm just saying, guys. But, yeah, if you, anybody out there wants to try it, go ahead and uh, go to your local wherever, your gym. <laughs> your they probably have a club. <laughs> Uh, you know, don't go to the strip club because you don't know how often they clean those poles. Just um, go to your local, uh, you know, dance studio and they may have a pole dancing class. It's definitely something to do at least once. Wow. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I recommend it. So uh, Jake pretty much thinks, uh, he thinks that Glenn is wallin', So he tells him <laughs> this bit of advice. I don't mind if Kyle and Ashley want to hire an old friend to work for them. Okay. Okay, cool. As long as that friend is reasonably competent. I gotcha. And doesn't increase the girl's stress level. All right. And doesn't get on my nerves. I love that. I love <laughs> that for so many reasons because even though Jake is a, is a butthole, I love the fact that they're in a position now, Glenn, Ashley, Kyla, that we would not have seen two seasons ago. Like, Glenn is working for Ashley now. Well, and Kyla, and he is their assistant slash security. And it's all love, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. there was a time where Glenn could not stand to see Ashley anywhere near him. Oh, my gosh. You're so right. I forgot about and that. He, he hated her. Yeah. Made her cry in that one episode where she was oh, parked yeah. in the driveway. Wow. And told her to just go and that she's ruining the family. Yeah. And now he's working for her, helping her escape. It just warms my heart when Jake calls Glenn an old friend. <laughs> love it look how far we've come true that true that so you have the scene with glenn and madison um yeah so um madison and glenn are talking and i think he's asking her to come through to ashley's party and then at the end of their conversation she gives back this ipod that she stole from him back in the day when she was on a cheer trip and Glenn was like, what? I thought I lost that. And she's like, no, I just had it all this time and I never gave it back until now. Yeah. Um, I like how the scene starts out with them walking down the street and Madison saying, if Ashley wanted to talk to me, why didn't she just call me? And I'm like, y'all are on terms like that. Dang, I remember think there was are, a time. Yeah. There was a time mm-hmm. when Madison would have hated to get a call from Ashley about anything. And now look at this. It is all love. I'm telling you, bro, this is why I love this episode. In addition to many <laughs> other things, but this is why I love this episode. <laughs> um, Madison's debating on whether she wants to go to the party or not. Glenn's trying to invite her because it's your party, too. It's yours. Are you coming to Ashley and Kat? I mean, your party. Mm-hmm. And she's like, ah, nice save. But she doesn't answer. She just gets in her car. Um, so next we get... A close-up of Aiden Dennison's, Aiden James Dennison. <laughs> yes, James His beautiful so face. His yes. beautiful, gorgeous face. I love it. I love this shot of him. <laughs> it's right up on his face. His eyes look super green. It's beautiful. So he's just looking, he's looking off camera and he's talking about his feelings and yes, how his he heart, is. his heart is. Not mm-hmm. like his, his feelings, not his heart, his <laughs> physical heart that he was shot in. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make that distinction. <laughs> yeah, not his heart, heart, but like his emotions. Um, Aiden doesn't know if he should be in a straight jacket or on meds. He's like, you know that girl Sasha I told you about? 
She said it could be post-traumatic stress syndrome. Now at this yep. point, we still don't know who he's talking to because it's still on his face close up and he's talking to someone off camera. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, then we get a wide shot and we find out that he's talking to Arthur and they're in the Carlin's kitchen. Yes. Now, I think Aiden does have PTSD because obviously he did get shot. And even Fody says here that he went through something traumatic. So, yeah, makes sense. He must have PTSD. Yep. Since Arthur is in the middle of cooking, uh, he gives Aiden a sample of some of the sauce that he's Mm -hmm. cooking. Ooh, sauce. Ooh, sauce. Yep. Um, He lets him taste it and uh, feeds it to him like a baby. Aww. Aiden says he's scared of himself, and he's like, I know that sounds really cheesy. And Arthur says it's not cheesy. It's normal. Mm-hmm. And by admitting all this, it's the first step. Yep. It's a brave first step. Yep. And then he says, I'm all for spontaneity, but next time, come to my office, because <laughs> privacy is a big deal with these things. And Aiden's like, of course, if you cook for me there, too. Hmm. <laughs> So was, oh yeah, I was going to say, was he being for real? Because like nobody was home and like, it's just the Carlins, right? Or was he just trying to be professional? Well, no, no, it's professional because like, let's say Aiden is at the Carlins and he doesn't know who's home or whatever, or someone comes in, he's less likely to be as open because he, he doesn't know if they're coming down to hear anything or gave something out of the kitchen. Mm. Yeah. He'll be reluctant to be more open in what he's telling Arthur. Plus, obviously there is a a legal aspect of it for um discretion cool yep um, always got to be professional the real talk though arthur's out here parenting the whole community like yeah he is you know he'd be helping out the friends remember when he helped out freaking ashley when spencer and ashley were going through it he was not just a dad to spencer but he was out there being nice too and hugging ashley too because yeah, that's yeah, what he, he does was- he went and when he the episode when he went and rescued Ashley and all that and he was yeah. like I'm gonna protect you too yeah I'm just gonna protect Spencer I'm gonna protect you too yep and that's then right. there was a there was an episode I think maybe in season one or season two where um he invited her in not not love and war love and war but like um Paula wasn't really having no Ashley around but um Arthur was always like come on in Ashley whatever yeah so that's always been cool. It takes a village, man. It takes a village. Um, Upstairs, Spencer is on the phone with Ashley, and she's looking up stuff about Pride, getting really excited. Yeah. And all the different things they have going on. Spencer's naming off all the cool things that they're doing for Pride this year, like empowerment workshops and things like that. And I don't know if Ashley's very prideful. She's kind of being sarcastic the whole time about pride. Like, she's like... I mean, they're having an empowerment zone of over 100 workshops. Ooh, empowerment workshops now i'm turned on i feel like ashley would be excited about pride she almost seems like she's belittling it um maybe Mm -hmm. i'm reading that a little wrong but while spencer's on the phone with ashley arthur comes up and brings the rigatoni to spencer (laughs) the rigatoni which is bomb ass because our parents don't bring food to us in our bedrooms, bro. Oh, yeah, we're not allowed to eat in our rooms. They would we never can't bring eat us in our anything. Rooms. We have to bring them stuff. Boy. We could be dying. Uh-uh, we could be in our room us dying and they would not bring it to us. You got to get out of the room, make your plate. They'll put the plate on the table. They'll do that. But you got to get up out the bed. Do your own lay- thing. I've had them make it before. Maybe maybe because I've known them longer than you have, but <laughs> um, yeah, you got to get up. There's no brought to her room. We're not your maid. We're not your servant. 
Bro, especially because in this scene, Spencer says that she was still, she didn't come downstairs because she was uh, still mad at Paula. Like, yeah. if I told my dad that I didn't want to come to the kitchen because I was mad at my mom, he'd be like, man, stop being, you so dramatic, man. Like, you wild. Yeah, get your behind in this kitchen. That's you, your mom. Right? That For real. Like, they would not be doing all that for us. They do not Dude, you know what joke. else? What? When I saw this scene, like, okay, so they're on the phone or whatever. After, we're going to talk about what Arthur said when he talked to her, but he puts the food, like it's in some kind of like carrying tray. He puts it right on the t- on her bed, right on her bed <laughs> with the drink just shaking. <laughs> like, and then she sits on her bed right next to it. I'm like, oh my God, it's going to spill. He wasn't even thinking that. Like, you know what I mean? He just wanted Come her to on, eat. Arthur. He's like, eat. You're better than that. <laughs> no, but still, like, he didn't care. I guess he trusts her. He trusts her. She's not going to spill her drink, like, on her bed. <laughs> that looked like fruit juice that he brought her. <laughs> no, 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 not in that room. We Mm-mm. don't do that in our house. Nope. But shout out to you, Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> so Spencer and Arthur have a bit of a conversation, and Arthur decides that he wants to come to Pride. Yeah, it's so nice. BT That's why. Um, Arthur says that Paula took a picked up an extra shift at work and spencer says wow anything to avoid her gay daughter wow instead of asking who can cover she was like who's got an extra shift for me like i'll yeah, cover you how does that work? <laughs> i don't know that's weird but um arthur comes in has a conversation with spencer and says that he wants to go to pride yeah i was gonna say yeah he's definitely living up to his name like Paula's not going to Pride. Like, of course, Fody's going to go. Like, he is father of the year, father of the community, and father for life. Like, And you know, the thing is, Spencer didn't even ask him. Spencer didn't ask him. Spencer asked Paula to go. Yeah. He decided to go on his own, you know? I feel like um, Arthur definitely would have gone would have gone way before Paula. Like, we know pa- Paula would never go. Like, Spencer could have asked Arthur before asking Paula. That's why I think that the whole situation with asking Paula was more of a test than anything. Yeah. Because re- if she really just wanted a parent to go with her, she could have asked Arthur and it would have been a wrap. It would have just been like, yes, I'll mm-hmm. go. It would have been yeah. easy. But I think her asking Paula was more of a, let me test out and see where you are on the spectrum of accepting me for who I am. True that. True that. Um, but Spencer gets back on the phone. Yes. With Ashley, who she was on the phone initially with. She just, you know, told her to hold on a second. And she says, guess whose father's coming to Pride? Uh-huh. And Ash says, well, since mine is dead, I'm going to guess it's yours. She's so dark. <laughs> oh my, wow, that's morbid. <laughs> that was dark. But it was... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It was funny because it was her, I guess. I don't know. She can make the joke. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't make it. <laughs> like, fine. It's kind of like how Pete Davidson makes his... How oh, his dad yeah, died no. And he makes jokes. He, no, he's different. He's Pete Davidson. His his are worse than Ashley's. Oh my gosh, he doesn't even care when he says it, and he's like, "No, you guys, like this is funny," and everyone's like, "No, that was no, you need no, help." It was not. <laughs> and he's and like, like, like the looks he gets from people when he makes. So if you guys don't know Pete Davidson, um, Ariana Grande's ex. I guess that's the best way to. Yeah, and he's a he's done. Don't be doing that a lot. He's a, commu- a comedian on yes. SNL he, and stuff. SNL. And he be on. Yeah. He's friends with MGK. Like he be doing stuff. He's friends with uh, that other guy from SNL who writes for SNL. Forgot his name, but anyway. Oh, I don't know him. Um, his dad died in nine eleven. So he makes a lot of my dad died in nine eleven jokes. They're so dark. 
They're bad. And it's literally the worst, like, darkest, like... And he thinks they're funny. I don't even want to repeat some of the stuff he says. But it's almost like it's not his dad, some dude. Like, he was, <laughs> he was best friends with his dad. It's not... In his mind, he's just making a joke. It's not how we think of it, if that makes sense. He doesn't think of it as dark as we do. But, bruh. Some but of they those do jokes be dark. are they just be dark. dark as hell. Um, but... This is the kind of stuff that Ashley's on right now. But what Ashley said, like, still does not compare to what Pete Davidson said. Right, right. Like, he goes into how his dad died. Like, he'll make jokes about how the last moments of his dad's life were. Like, he'll make jokes about that. That is hella, hella dark. I'm like, how? How do you do that? <laughs> That's crazy. Um, I think he needs help and therapy i don't know some people some comedians what they do though like some comedians use that pain as like making yeah. jokes about it helps them through it you know so maybe that's what he's doing but i don't find those jokes funny at all no. i don't even know why he keeps doing that because it just makes him look weird it doesn't make yeah. me go feel sorry for him or anything it makes me look at him as like an antagonist kind of character like you're making jokes about your dad who died in 11 and yeah how he died like it's eh. weird not my jam <laughs> spencer wants to know if it's okay for her dad to come along with them to pride and ashley says actually it might be better if you guys enjoy that together just you two ashley should um, have just gone with them well i don't know i guess it's pride and she's still yeah. with spencer and arthur's really nice it would have been fun for her well she's not with spencer at this point she's friends with spencer yeah, like no, she would have been like literally with Spencer at the place. Oh, oh like she would have, with them she still would have had fun because she's with Spencer. Yeah, yes, yes, um, yeah, she could have, she should have gone. Then they add on to the morbid conversation about her dad, saying that uh, while you're hanging out with your dad, I'll be singing songs my dad wrote while skipping out on my entire childhood. That was pretty dark too. <laughs> That's pretty yep. dark. <laughs> And then um, Spencer says, okay, okay, play the dead father card. I get it. Right? (sighs) What is going on? (laughs) I guess it's what we're doing. Um, But Ashley's like, for real, though, you should go with your dad. You have a supportive father who really wants to go with you to pride. Yep. And Spencer's like, yeah, all I need now is the support of mom. And Ashley's like, you and me both. Dang. But at least Arthur is super supportive and, and is picking up the slack for what Paula Mm-hmm. Paula not being able to make it. So yep. shout out to him. Thank you. Thank you, Arthur, for being shout so supportive out and awesome. So what's happening in the, the next day in the kitchen? So the Carlin clan is, well, it's just Paul, um, Arthur and Spencer. They're packing up for the parade now. And Paula, is, she looks low-key jealous. She tells Spencer, <laughs> she told Spencer she tried to look for a replacement at work again, but no luck. And this is where I said... I know she lying. I know she was not checking for no replacement at work. But um, Spencer kind of brushes her off and she goes to the car. Spencer's here doing the uh, avoid eye contact thing again. <laughs> you know Spencer so well. Oh, my God. They, I don't know if she does this on her own because I think we all do this. I just think that the camera pr- people are zooming in on her face, particularly at this time. Um, it's just a testament to Gabrielle Christian's acting that she interpreted the movements this way. Like she interpreted what Spencer would be acting like in this particular scene. Um, because it's one of those Spencer, um, greatest hits kind of things where she, Mm -hmm. um, she does the avoid eye contact thing. Um, do you think that it's a big deal for her to miss pride 
if like I mean, she says she tried to find a replacement. Okay, if I was a real person who didn't know Paula, I think it would be like, okay, like, it's not a big deal if she misses Pride because this Pride was probably, like, that week or maybe a few days later, and it's not, like, a super, super big deal. Like, it's not compared to the graduation thing. And I feel like it'd be too much to just be like, I'm sick. If it was, like, something bigger than this, then she should try harder to get off work. I don't know. What do you think? If she had asked, let's say she'd asked Arthur to go to Pride, and Arthur was like, hey, Spence, I'd love to go, but I can't find anyone to cover for me. Do you think she'd be more accepting of Arthur not being able to make it as opposed to Paula saying that she found a replace- she couldn't find a replacement? You know what? I think Spencer would obviously be less mad about Arthur. Like, if he didn't have work or anything, he would go anyway. But And, and Arthur cares enough to actually try to find somebody to replace him at yeah, work. Yeah, but we also don't know that. Yeah, that's true, but we don't know that Paula didn't try either. You oh, know? yeah, yeah, I just for think sure. she's... I think Spencer's kind of blowing it up because it's Paula who hasn't really been yay gay over the past few seasons. Mm-hmm. So it appears from Spencer's point of view that she's just not trying. Whereas if it was Arthur, she'd be like, oh, it's cool, Dad. You can't make it. I, I know you've tried to find someone to cover. It's cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You're doing too much. but I think Spencer should be less hard on her because it, was probably, it really was probably short notice and like she probably didn't have much time to find a replacement anyway so right they had just got the flyer the day before and decided to go you know what i mean it wasn't like it was like two weeks out yeah and yeah oh oh, looking at the thing saying oh uh the pride parades in two weeks like no it's it was like oh then paula would have lots of time to find a replacement and like actually probably succeed (laughs) then if she was like i couldn't find a replacement then i'd kind of be like i'm gonna call bullshit like at that point (laughs) but the day before that's kind of that's kind of tough yeah so um yeah paula says she tried the last minute to get a replacement spencer says yeah i heard um but it's still she's still looking like it pains her to look at her mom Mm -hmm. she's just mad Um, she's upset and spencer walks out of the door and takes her eye contact with her (laughs) walks out to the car leaving um paula Paula and arthur just looking at each other like whatever Paula says, look, looks like we're back to square one. Arthur kisses her and leaves to go to Pride. Mm-hmm. Yep. Paula just stays sitting at the kitchen counter. Bitch, you don't look like you're in a hurry to get to work. You chilling at the counter. Right. She's probably just sitting so that she can sulk and feel crunchy about dissing her daughter like that. <laughs> Girl, you better head on to the ER for somebody. So Because so, they need you, apparently. They're short. Everybody's right? away. She has to go save lives, bruh. <laughs> She's a doctor. So we're back at the loft. And... The girls are getting ready for their press conference about the record launch. Uh, the girls meaning uh, Kyla and Ashley. Ashley's on the phone with Spencer. She's calling Spencer, but Spencer's phone's not on, so she's leaving a message. Mm-hmm. Um, Ashley's changed her mind, and she wants to go to Pride now. So she leaves a message, and Jake, Jake is behind her talking to Glenn and giving him a hard time for no reason. He's trying to get breakfast going for... Um, Mainly for himself and then for the girls as well. But it looks like they don't have time for all that because the girls already ate and they need to go to the studio ASAP, according to Jake. All right, what's for breakfast? The girls ate and they need to leave. Oh, okay, well, I'll just grab a breakfast burrito on the way. You should just go straight to the studio. Oh, uh, okay, I'll just get a burrito afterwards then. Yeah, so (laughs) this is actually the faces that Jake makes in this scene. (laughs) 
are just hilarious. I don't know if this character did that on purpose or if this is his real like facial expressions, but he does these <laughs> with his eyebrows. You guys can't see, but I'll post it on the social media. <laughs> but I want he you does to post in this the, the imitation of your face on the social media. Oh no, nah, I'm ugly. <laughs> um, but yeah, the way he is like talking to Glenn and the faces he's making with his brows and stuff, like <laughs> while he's talking to him, is funny as hell. Um, Ashley tells Jake that she's gonna have to meet the team at the studio like two hours from now. Mm-hmm. Two hours, yeah, two hours from now. Yep, because she yep. has a stop to make. And Jake's like, "Oh no, no, no." Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, no. We can't do that. Oh, no. And then he immediately takes out his phone, calls Ethan, <laughs> you know, to get him to talk some sense into Ashley. But when he calls Ethan, he doesn't say hello or anything. He just hands her the phone. <laughs> yeah. She's like, who's that? He's like, who do you think? <laughs> she picks up the phone and Ethan's like, hey, Ashley. And he basically gives her the history of the studio that they're at and what's going on. He's like a news anchor. He's like, I'm standing outside the building where the legendary Rafe Davies produced Heaven Sent and where you and Kyla will be holding your very first press conference in exactly one hour and 36 minutes. And uh, she's like, yeah, I was thinking we could push that back a couple hours. He's like, no, that would be a bad precedent for an artist and her manager uh, to be late. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, he's like, you know, she doesn't say anything. So he's like, I can... So by your silence, can I assume that you'll be there on time, whatever, with bells on? And she's like, yep, and restraints. So she hangs up, and Ash tells Jake that she'll be down in 10. Kyla's nervous. She's weird. Asking Jake for a half a tab of some drug because she needs to mellow out. She is on drugs. Jake said, yes, I'll give it to you, whatever. So once Jake tells her that, um, he heads downstairs with Kyla. And that leaves uh, Glenn and Ashley up at the counter in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And once Jake is out of sight, Ashley turns to Glenn and tells him, Just put the Porsche in the alley and leave the keys in the car. Okay, but what if he... He won't. But if he does... Okay, just please don't, okay? It's not going to be that hard. And plus, I'll take the heat. That doesn't sound safe. <laughs> it doesn't at all. She won't leave her Porsche in an alley with the, with the keys, keys to it. the Porsche, which is in the alley, in the front seat. You know yeah. how many crackheads hang out in an alley? Dude, it's a Porsche. <laughs> right? It's a, a Porsche, Porsche bro. In an alley in front of a whole bunch of crackheads. <laughs> you wildin', Ashley. What? I just... That's a, that's a lottery ticket right there. Bro, when she said this in the episode, I didn't think anything of it. But when we said it just now, I was like, wait a minute. That don't make no sense. Yeah. Just some random ass alley. <laughs> <laughs> With the crackheads all around. <laughs> But after a bit of resistance, Glenn's like, okay, I'll do it. And before I say this last line here, um, I just want to say, look how far we've come. <laughs> Glenn is like, yes, I will do this for you. Great. Aww. I'll help you escape. Yeah. Okay. Um, but she actually pays him too. So Uh-oh. she's his boss. So she, <laughs> <laughs> she has, he has to do what she says. <laughs> um, Next up, Aiden is on his motorcycle. What what does he uh, do on his motorcycle? Who does he find? Uh, Chelsea and Aiden run into each other, and they're catching up, and they're like, oh, how you doing? And it's like, oh, it's been hard, but, you know, getting through it. They both say that because it's been hard for both of them, and they're just trying to feel better. Why has it been hard for both of them? Um, Because, you know, that thing with Chelsea, and, like, 
she had that baby and then she got hit with the airbag and like Aiden got shot and stuff and like now he got PTSD and he can't play basketball or go to college. People's lives are just falling apart, man. And I totally mm-hmm. get that. I get that. But yeah, that that happens and Aiden tells Chelsea that Ashley is throwing a going away party for Madison. Yeah, and Chelsea's like, Ashley's throwing a party for Madison? Right? How what? crazy does that sound? Where's Madison going? <laughs> now, yes, Chelsea, you've been gone that long to where now in this crazy world we live in, Ashley's throwing a party for Madison. True that. True Look that. how far we've come. Look. So, um, basically, Aiden invites Chelsea to the party for Madison. And um, he says, welcome back, Chelsea. Cool. We rarely ever get, like, Aiden and Chelsea scenes. I don't even know if we've ever gotten that. We got it. I think it was uh, that one time when they were walking down the sidewalk studying. Oh, shit. You're right, though. <laughs> yes. Oh, I think Glenn came econ. up and put his hand on our, um, Aiden's shoulder on Aiden. and he uh, he pushed him. Yeah, yeah. That was true that, true that. Mm-hmm. Aiden gives her a lot of encouragement in this scene. It's really cute. Yeah. So next we get a montage of pride. Yeah. And it looks so fucking lit. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> that's that's my one F word for the uh, podcast. <laughs> I decided to use it there. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> there's all this fun stuff going on. There's sparkles raining down from the sky, y'all. Wow. There are sparkles raining. I don't even know where they're coming from. The whole time we're at Pride with Arthur and Spencer, there are sparkles raining from the sky. That's good. How, Sway? It's so beautiful, though. <laughs> um, but there's, like, all this fun stuff. There's this cool tents. It really looks like how Pride would look. Um, so many different things and companies and groups and everyone's out here marketing and promoting. It's really cool. Great music. Looks like a great time. Nice sunny day. They're just doing it up. They're enjoying themselves. So next we're back at the the Carlin home. And Paula is still sitting at the table. Bro, this scene was so good. Like, it's, yeah, it's so beautiful. Uh, Mandy Musgrave looks gorgeous in this scene. Every single take. Like, Ashley just walks on in the house, One Tree Hill style. Talking about the door was open, so... (laughs) (laughs) She walks on. Who left the door open? The doors do be open. Did Arthur just leave? The, she said the door was open. Who left the... I don't know who left the door open. Um, she comes in, and Paula was crying before Ashley came in, but she stops and pretends that she wasn't crying and hides her face and voice everything. It's awkward. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, Paula? She's at first, <laughs> she's like, is anyone here? i hope so the door unlocked so i hope somebody's home oh my gosh ashley comes in like hey paula are you okay looks like you've been crying i'm like oh god you don't point that out like you don't point that out to someone like when i see someone's been crying yeah that is unless it's like you or like i don't know like you gotta be best friends with someone to like point out that they've been crying like that's like i would have said that i would have been like hey paula that is kind of freaking rude because to the person that is crying it's like Dang, like, now that you said that I'm crying, like, you notice I'm yeah. crying, I'm just going to cry harder. Like, yeah. it's freaking rude. I would have been like, <laughs> I, I would have been like, you okay? You look upset. I would have yeah. said that. I would have been like, looks like you've been crying. I like, just would have oh, been God. like, what's wrong? You okay? Like, 
I'm not gonna make yeah. you feel more awkward by saying you're crying. Tell me what's wrong right now. <laughs> I crying. see that you're crying. There's tears. I falling see the tears me. falling out of you. <laughs> um, People are so mean. <laughs> Paula tells a story about her, how her and Spencer have been arguing, and Ashley says, "For what it's worth, I think she's being hard on you. At least you care." Dang. I think Paula says thanks, and Ashley says another funny line. Um, shouldn't you be at work or something? Like, Ashley. I mean, yeah, she on, should Ashley. be at work or something. Ashley's just making you feel like mm-hmm. you you crying. You're a crybaby who don't do shit with her life. Mm-hmm. You're um, crying and you're not at work. What is you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Paula says, yeah, well, that's the ironic part. Dr. So-and-so called and said that he could cover for me. Wow. So she wasn't lying. Then Ashley says... The cutest thing. Oh, sweet. So let's go show him our pride. And then it's just the most beautiful, cute smile. It was you remember? cute. Yeah. And Paula's like, oh, show him our pride. Oh, no thanks. <laughs> right? She's still like, not uh, rocking with even, it. I'll be like, listen, Paul, you can't even match my excitement just to, to humor me. Like, come on now. Weirdo. Ashley kind of pauses, sits down takes a breath, thinks about it, and says, What are you so afraid of? Is it the guys running around with their t-shirts off? <laughs> no, that, that wouldn't bother me. <laughs> and Paula laughs and says, No, that wouldn't bother me. And they share a very genuine laugh together. Now look how far we've come. I mean, they're still in the workings. I wouldn't say yeah, we've come but far dude, yet. Sh- listen, there was a time <laughs> where this Paula did not like anything about Ashley, thought she was filth, yep. took her out of her house with her hair, pulled her hair. Snatched a child's hair. Hair out mm-hmm. of her scalp, you know, and like just told the doctor, doctor, uh, what's the doctor Dr. we called Dr. D. Gang. D. Gayer. That Ashley was a predator. Yeah, like she was a freaking sexual predator. <laughs> what? Yeah, who exploited what? her emotions at a, yeah. at a time when she was weakest. So made her sound evil. The, the fact that Paula can sit down and have a a conversation, look her in the eye, and accept what what Ashley is saying to her, laughing with her, and everything like that. Look how far we've come. Just this is beautiful. I love seeing strides be made like this. I love it. Yeah. It needs more work, though. It's good. I mean, it's, good. it's not perfect, but look how far. Yeah, I, yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Paula says it's just that Spencer's not happy with her mom right now. Mm-hmm. She said that. And Ashley says, uh, then come be my mom for the day. Yeah, that was so nice. Oh, that was man. so nice. Oh, my God. I love this episode. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, God knows I could use one every now and then. Yeah. That was really nice. You guys are going to get a lot of social media pictures and screenshots from this episode. So be effing ready because I got a lot of screenshots in the works for this episode. Everything lighting wise is beautiful, especially at Pride. Everything in the glitter coming out of the sky Mm -hmm. is beautiful. So we're at Pride again. Arthur and Spencer are talking about how everything's changed. Arthur asks how everything's going with her and Ashley nowadays. Ooh. Wow. She says, it's fine. It's different because Ashley has a whole new world. 
And I think it's awesome that Arthur even thinks to ask about Ashley and how her and Spencer are doing. I think that's really cool. Like, things are so open with them that he can just casually ask her about her ex-girlfriend. Like, it's not a yeah. big deal. Um, Arthur's just like, you know, it's so great and everything's moving so quickly. Pretty soon you'll be in college. Then you'll graduate and get a job. I'll start forgetting my name. <laughs> <laughs> And then he jokes around. He's like, what's my name again? What's my name again? <laughs> and then um, while they're laughing, he looks over like through the sparkles. <laughs> and he goes, I can't believe it. This man's face falls. Yeah. Very great acting, Rob Moran, because it really looks like you didn't expect to see what you saw when you looked up. He really couldn't believe it. Yeah. Yeah. And then through the crowd, which is a great shot because you still see people crossing in front of them. But you see um, Ashley and Paula made it to Pride and Paula's waving a rainbow flag. Oh, yay. How cute. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. My God. Freaking oh, Paula and Ashley are at Pride together. Now this, this is what we call Look How Far We Come. Wow. Um, by the way, guys, my retitle is Look How Far We've Come. <laughs> I'm just going to say that now before Nisi steals it. Thank you. I'm not going to steal it. <laughs> I'm just saying that's why I love this episode because it shows how far we've come. Every scene, every character, every single character. Yep. Um, it's so great to see them at Pride together. So Paula and Ashley walk over. Do you have this one? I have the part. Oh, no. It just says Paula is so corny with the together together. Yeah, she is actually. Um, they go... <laughs> Why she even said that? Come on. She's so um, corny, bruh. Paula and Ashley walk over and Spencer says, you came and together. And Paula's like, yeah, well, not together, together. Like, bitch, we know y'all now, ain't come together. Yeah. Now, Paula, we know you're not together, together. Like, first of all, you're Paula, you're Arthur's wife. And second of all, you're with a child. <laughs> we know you're not yes. together, together. You stupid. Like... <laughs> He's so nobody stupid. was wondering either it's like it's like she had to clarify no don't worry you ain't have to clarify nothing nobody you thought y'all was in together. the gray area or anything yeah, like there's no there's no dtring going on i don't even think ashley would want you <laughs> why did you she may like women but she don't want you true Especially that when you just now became accepting like barely at like at like 3 p.m today <laughs> anyway that was just a weird line Anyway, Ashley has to leave because she has that press conference because she's a busy rock star. Mm -hmm. She always arrives places and then quickly leaves afterward, but at least she shows her face, which is great. True that. And I know that Spencer appreciates it as well. Mm -hmm. Before she leaves, she asks Spencer if she'll call her later, and Spencer says yes. Uh-huh. Um, then Ashley says bye to Paula, and she says bye, Mom, and it was really cute in front of everyone. Oh, my God. So sweet. Yeah, that's so cute. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, Arthur says to Paula, like, what changed your mind? And Paula says, well, Ashley, and it's about time I start changing my mind. Now. Wow. Yeah, it is about time. But Mm -hmm. what took so long, bro? What took so long? Like, this is your daughter, you know? Yeah. Like, it's. 
I get it. Your own daughter being weird about it, like when you first found out she was gay. But we're in season three now. Like you've known about this for a while. She's your daughter, so whatever she's with it a long time ago. Yeah, whatever she's interested in, whatever you should be supportive of your daughter. You know. (laughs) Yeah. Right. This this didn't just fall into your lap yesterday. Like, come on. Thank you for changing, and thank you for changing your mind. But like, we're at the end of the the freaking show. It's been a while. You know, (laughs) you should have been did that. Um, it's almost like she's late to the party and there's still a little bit of food left, but like, there's only like the scraps left, but she shows up late. Or it's like when someone tells a joke and she's the last one to get it. (laughs) (laughs) That's way better than mine. Oh my God. (laughs) That is what she's like though. Like she's the last one to get it. That's like, yeah, that's perfect. (laughs) So after the, the conversation with Arthur and Paula... We get a montage of them having a great time at the parade. Like, they are dancing, they're kissing, while Arthur and Paula are kissing each other. They are. They're grabbing, like, flowers and, I think, beads, too. They're just having a dope time. Yeah. It looks so fun. Mm Mm-hmm. So next up, we're at Ego, and there's a lion outside. What? And Boz is standing there outside, which is understandable, because the party's not for him. It's not. He's not even, like... It's not. It really ain't about No one him. really knows you like that, Buzz. Yeah. When you were Clay's friend too, kind of, but you're more Sean's cousin. And Sean's not around, so Clay's not around. And anyway, Madison can't get in either, even though it's partially her party too. Cause, so she finds out she's not on the list. Now, from then until now, they still couldn't get this girl on the list? Yeah, that's a weird thing. Um, that is. If anything, they knew she wasn't on the list at the beginning of the episode, just wait out, text her and be like, hey, Madison, um, we couldn't get you on the list because it was already sent out. Let us know when you're here. We'll come outside and get you. Exactly. You yeah. They could have did that. But Madison arrives. She realizes she's not on the list. So she texts Ashley and Ashley comes out and apologizes for them not being on the list mm-hmm. and saying she didn't even want this stupid party anyway. And Madison says, my party or yours? And Ashley says, there's no difference. Mm-hmm. Of course, Boz says, well, the difference is we're out here and you're in there. And she's like, well, get your asses inside. Boz heads on in. And then Madison and Ashley have a heart to heart. Madison says, no one even asked me what I want to do on my last day in town. And Ashley says, well, what do you want to do? And then I say, what? Look how far we've come. <laughs> True that. Do you have this scene with Jake in the car? Yes, kind of. So it has, Kyla is on the phone with Jake and she's like, man, I can't believe you didn't stay or whatever. Like, can't believe you're not here. You left me. Yeah, and (laughs) Jake is all like, man, I told Glenn I had to cut out. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I love that line. (laughs) Who told this boy to say that? (laughs) No, it's so funny because that's such a Southern thing to say. Yeah. But he don't say that. No Southernness the entire series that he's on this show. Oh, thanks for saying goodbye. I told Glenn I had to cut out. I told Glenn I had to cut out. Who Who told told him to say that? I mean, it's lit. Like, it's lit. It just don't fit what we know about Jake. Yeah. I don't know where he picked that up at. Um, But what else? Oh, yeah. And I said, obviously, Kyla is on drugs. And then we find out that Jake is, in quotes, cheating or whatever is what I wrote. Yeah. So I guess that's what the scene is. But we never even. Okay. So 
Kyle is upset about Jake leaving the club without telling her and leaving her at all. He's like, if you get lonely, I left a little something with Manny in the VIP room, which is probably <laughs> the pills they've been doing. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I knew you wouldn't leave me high and dry. He's like, stay high or stay dry and not too high or something like that. And then she says, I love you. Ew. She ends the call with that. And then he goes, love you too. And mm-hmm. he's in the front seat of somebody's car. Like he's like a driver in the car. Mm-hmm. But he's just chilling. Um, once he hangs up the phone with Kyla, it pans over to the passenger seat and there's a girl looking at him. Now, what I guess we're assuming is that he's cheating on Kyla, but I didn't think her and Kyla, I didn't think him and Kyla were even together. Yeah, I that's what I like said in quotation kind of marks, cheating. Because like they've been talking, but I don't think they have like an actual status. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, uh, this, we didn't really need this scene. I guess it's just <laughs> to show that Jake is a sleazebag. Yeah, but we already knew that, so we didn't need the scene. Um, so next up, we're at the loft. Ashley has Madison in her house. Wow. Willingly. Oh, my goodness. And they got some salsa music on, and they're getting some party stuff together. Yeah. Everything's just so cordial. Mm-hmm. Like, it's mm-hmm. a whole other world. It's like um, the doorbell rings, and Ashley says, it's the pizza man. So Madison goes and opens the door. And it is Aiden. Aiden the pizza man. four whole pizzas. Mm. And they look like larges. Large Mm. pizzas. Four of them, okay? Definitely good. Two pepperoni, two mushrooms, and he says he has one Chelsea. Ooh, a side of Chelsea. And Chelsea comes in, and she's excited, and guess what? What? She runs up to Madison and hugs her like they've been best friends for years. <laughs> like, whoa, hey, oh my God, it's good to see you. Thank you for coming. What? Well, remember when uh, they were sitting down with Spencer and Spencer and Chelsea were like, oh, she's crazy when Madison was just talking to them. So they kind of yeah. are friends. It's just from the uh, previous seasons that we can't believe it. Uh, I don't know. Because even in that conversation, Madison was like, I'll be your special friend for a week if you help me get into ego. I was like, what? I don't know. That just kind of struck me. I mean, I love it. Believe me. I love all the connections here in this episode. Um, Because look how far we've come. I know I've said it a million times, but like, look, look at what's going on, guys. Um, I mean, Chelsea and Madison are acting like they've been best friends forever. And if someone was just watching this episode for the first time, this is the only episode of South of Nowhere they ever watched. They wouldn't know anything about them not being friends. They would think this was always the case, you know? Mm -hmm. So Ashley says to Madison, is this more of what you're wanting as far as the party? And Madison says, yeah. And then she goes, you know, we wasted so much time fighting with each other. So many years. Ashley says, well, we can make up for lost time. And Madison says, yeah. But this doesn't mean that I like you or anything. (laughs) And Madison's face, like her face gets really like season one Madison. Like it gets really like, Mm -hmm. this doesn't mean. Like it looks really like, I love how she can turn it on and off. Shout out to you, Valerie Ortiz. (laughs) Ashley says, oh, no, our contempt is mutual. And they have a laugh about it. Uh, Madison wonders why Glenn and Kyla are not there. Ashley says because they'd have to leave the scene for more than two seconds. Mm-hmm. And they're not with it. And then they do a little toast slash cheers with all their cups. And that's the end of that scene. Now, there is one whole pizza per person. 
<laughs> There's only four at people. At that party. It was, it was Ashley and Aiden, Madison, and Chelsea. Wow. So they about is. to get they about to they finna get eat super that. lit. They finna eat they good. They finna eat good. <laughs> We're back at Ego. And Glenn is just trying to get fired because he's walking out of the club and he has Kyla on his arm. But he sees oh, a whole yeah. bunch of honeys. Oh my gosh. And then he leaves Kyla and walks up to these girls and is like, hey, what's going on, girls? And Kyla walks off to the car by herself. And then what happens? This creepy behind dude comes up and talks to her. And I was like, where? Oh, he was like, where's your bodyguard now? And I said, weird. Yeah, man. Done, done, right? Done, done. Scary. (laughs) Done, done. I was worried. (laughs) Definitely worried that, you know, something was about to happen because he leans in on her. Yeah, I got like stupid close. It's the oh, the person we're talking about, guys, is that sleazy paparazzo from last week's episode. Oh, I didn't even know. I thought it was just a creepy guy. Okay, nah, Hmm. it's the guy because you see the marks on his face from where Aiden beat him up. Oh, and he's like, since nobody was around her, he's like, "Well, where's your bodyguard now, baby girl?" Ew. All right, so we're back at the Carlins, and what happens here? So we're at the Carlin, we're at the Carlin crib and Paula is tired and Arthur is like, well, that's what you get for coming out tonight. And (laughs) Spencer. (laughs) I wonder if that was a coming out joke, like being gay, like kind of just poking fun at her because she said together together. Yeah. Okay. And um, Spencer's face is that emoji with the eyes and the straight mouth. Y'all know the one I'm talking about. (laughs) And, but Spencer gets real and she thanks Paula for coming and stuff. And she says it was like one of the best days of her life or whatever. And Paula is like, me too. Oh, yeah. And then they go upstairs and Spencer looks like she has a light bulb above her head as if she has an idea. (laughs) She's pensive. She's like, hmm. And the camera stays on her face and then it cuts over to the next scene at the loft. Oh, yeah. Where Mandy Musgrave is slaying all of our lives. Yes. Now, here at the Davies and Woods crib, we have a crop top alert. Crop top alert. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, it was kind of dark when she wore this, so I couldn't really see that well, but... It looks very artsy, like a band tee, and it was yeah. hella, hella short and probably gray. I don't know about the color. I think yeah, it maybe looked gray. like a, either a gray or a washed out black, and it looked like a metal, like a metal band yeah. type of font T-shirt that she cut up. You know, show everyone she's above being rich. <laughs> um, and she looked amazing she, in the underwear too. Like ugh, oh she my really God. was slaying our life. Like it's like ugh. not fair, bro. It's not. fair fair it ain't bro like yeah and like she's just walking around just like her abs look tight and everything (laughs) this might be the hottest she's looked the entire series (laughs) and yes even from a straight girl's perspective like she's doing things she's doing things testify girl testify Yep. I'm testifying. <laughs> hand up in the air. My other hand is on the Bible, I swear. Okay. Stop. <laughs> now you being stupid. 
I'm just saying, like, you remember when Christina was like, oh, yo, guys, uh, listeners, we got a family friend named Christina who Shout we got out to Christina. watch this. Shout out to you. Um, who we got to watch this series because we were doing this podcast. So she watched all of it. And she, mis- you know, married with a husband and two kids, said the same thing that if oh, Mandy yeah. Musgrave or Ashley Davies came a call in, she just might. She will so, go a running. Yeah, so, I mean... Ain't no freaking shame. Ain't no shame at all. Oh, yeah, and also big, big ups to uh, costuming for putting her in this outfit. Oh, yes. You guys are also... Um, it's not just Mandy. Like, you guys are the ones putting her in the clothes. Yeah. It's like, a team effort. You guys did great, too. Mm-hmm. And it very, it very much fits the scene because it's later in the day. Um, Ashley and Spencer do this pillow talk thing at night um, before bed. It's actually really good because, of course, this is nighttime. She's getting ready for bed, and um, it will make sense that she is in her underwear and her crop top in this particular scene. And I know that it's probably, I mean, I know that it is more comfortable to sleep in your underwear, but I don't know their house. It's probably, it probably gets warm at night, and she just wants to be comfortable going to bed. Yeah, yeah. Not everybody wears, like, long pants and long sleeve shirts or hoodies or whatever. Yeah. Um, I love that they, they put her in that, though. Not just because she looks hot, but because it's realistic. And a lot of times, what tends to happen is, like, you have a TV show. And we're about to get into what Spencer was wearing, too. <laughs> I feel like sometimes with teen shows, especially on the Nickelodeon circuit and all their umbrella companies, it appears that they try to act like girls don't sleep in that. Like, we, like everyone sleeps in, like, all covered up and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like... Yeah, girls, some girls like to wear pants and like, the PJ pants and the sweater and stuff to bed yeah. if it's chilly. But also other girls do like to wear their underwear or like boy shorts and a t-shirt, no bra or like, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah defo. Um, so then uh, Spencer and Ashley are doing their typical pillow talk that they do every night because um, she did say she'd call later. Ashley's walking around turning off all the lights in her house, eat one by one <laughs> while she's on the phone. And Spencer's in a trench coat and sitting on some type of, uh, <laughs> like a, looks like an ottoman or some kind of seat with like lace around it. It's, it we don't know as viewers. Yeah, like a bench, but it's like a, like it has a nice, like soft seating part. Anyway, um, she looks great in the trench coat. As viewers on the first time watching, you may not know where she is calling from or even notice. Cause when I first saw the episode, I didn't even notice that she's in a trench coat, like, I knew she was wearing one, but I didn't question it. Mm-hmm. I just was like, oh, whatever. She decides she wanted to wear a trench coat. Like, whatever. <laughs> um, so she, um, it's not a wide shot. It's a tight shot. So we literally can't see where she actually is. Um, so she's thanking Ashley for getting her mom to go to Pride and saying she couldn't believe it. And Ashley's like, yeah, I'm amazing. And Spencer's like, how was Madison's going away party? Spencer says she wished she could have been there. Um, but even, even after all that Spencer and Madison have been through, mm-hmm. you know, she still wishes that she could have been to, um, she could have went to Madison's going away party. So, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, Ashley's like, it went great. It went fine. And then Spencer's like, well, I'm still trying to get into this after party. And Ashley's <laughs> like, what is that supposed to mean? Right. And then Spencer says, now it's time for you to open your door. Ashley goes over to the door, opens it up, and there is Spencer in her trench coat and heels. Mm, nude heels. Yes. Um, Emphasis on the nude. Khaki, khaki <laughs> trench coat 
and more like a Spencer just coat. readily drops the trench coat, and she's completely nudie booty. She's in her birthday suit the trench coat. under the trench coat. <laughs> she drops it and starts making out with Ashley at the dough. Yes, they don't even got the door closed. She couldn't yes. even wait until the door was closed. And she came in. She was at the dough. The dough is open and they are making out. And she is naked. Yes, with a bunch of teas. <laughs> at that point, well, first off, I'd like to say this shot, they have a few different shots. We know they did this a bunch of times, but you can really see it in the fact that there's a shot from Ashley's point of view over her, her shoulder. There's a close up of their faces and heads, like really close kissing. Then they do a bottom shot of Spencer's feet while they're making out so yeah you know they did this a few times so shout out to y'all spencer walks further into the loft walks past ashley as if she's i guess going to her bedroom and before ashley closes the door she looks off past the camera and she looks on in happiness and disbelief Mm -hmm. then follows spencer thomas w lunch what if like kyla had woken up in the middle of the night and saw spencer walking around naked in her apartment with heels on (laughs) I mean, it would be awkward, but I feel like in reality, in real Liz life, maybe they wouldn't even say anything because girls are girls and like people, like no, no, bitches no, 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 see no. each other's body parts, body, yeah, yeah, body parts no, all the time. I get that part. If we're in, if we're in like a locker room or we're changing clothes, whatever, but I'm waking up in the middle of the night to pee, you know, whatever, <laughs> to pee, I get up and there's Spencer in my living room area. With heels on, walking naked around my apartment, I'd be like, oh, hi, Spencer. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to use the restroom and then go to bed. Don't, don't mind that me. Would I'm be not looking. She'd be like, uh, yeah. She'd be like, oh, I'm just going to the bathroom, not looking. Uh, just the initial <laughs> shock of it. Like, just like you just wake up out of a dead sleep and that's what you see when you walk out into your living room. Well, I just thought that was funny. I know it's looking into possibilities that haven't been completed, but I sometimes <laughs> think about stuff like that. Of course. Um, thank you so much to uh, the daring camera crew and producers uh, who did this scene and thought that this would be the way to end it and to bring Spencer together with uh, Ashley. This is more realistic than if Spencer just knocked on the door and said, hey, I, I want you back. Or something <laughs> like boring. Like, I really like that this is how it ended. I really love this episode. Um, this episode inspired me to go to Pride for the first time and all that because it just looks so fun. It looks so fun on this episode. And um, Paula and Arthur looked like they had a lot of fun and just everything looked really cool. So thank you for this episode for inspiring me to <laughs> go and check out this Pride thing. Cool. What is your retitle, Nisi? My retitle is coming out because obviously this is gay pride and because of that joke that Arthur made at the end of the episode or towards the end of the episode. So yeah, coming out pretty, pretty appropriate. What about you? Nisi, look how far we've come. (laughs) (laughs) Duh. You said it earlier. It's just like everybody has just shown that they've changed Everybody's Everyone's a lot friends. closer. Yeah. Everybody's on good terms now. I mean, Madison and Ashley, um, Ashley and Paula, um, mm-hmm. Ashley and well, Ashley and everybody pretty much because um, even Madison and Spencer because Spencer wanted to go to her party. Chelsea and and Madison, 
looking all friendly at the going away party as well. The fact that Ashley even threw a party for Madison. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that Glenn and Ashley are cool and he's working for her and all that stuff and helped her sneak off to Pride. <laughs> um, I just love it. I love it. In addition to visually, it's visually stunning how they did all this and had all the colors and how they showed Pride. And thank God it was a very, very sunny day that day because all the colors are bright and popping um you guys are gonna have a lot of awesome screenshots for this uh, episode so get ready for the social media get wasted son uh son wasted on twitter get wasted son on instagram so um yeah nisi what's uh your favorite quote man i have a few so obviously one of them is when jake said i told glenn i had to cut up that was so funny (laughs) um my other one is when let's see oh when i think when ashley and paula were talking and ashley said come be my mom for the day that was so nice yeah um all right i think that's it Um, your turn I love the line, well, I'm still trying to get into this after party, (laughs) because that was Spencer trying to be sneaky, and it just wasn't. Like, it was just, like, confusing to Ashley. Um, She's like, what does that mean? What does that supposed to mean? Like, how did she come up with that? She sat down with herself and thought, how am I going to say this? Uh, How am I going to get her out here? Oh, I know. So I like that a lot. Um, let me see if there's anything else. I don't think there's anything else. Um, that I do like the cutout line <laughs> that Jake said. Of course. Um, that you named it. Cool. Two pepperoni, two mushrooms, and one Chelsea. Mm-hmm. That was really cute. And yeah, that's it. But guys, we're not done because we have a webisode. Webby. So the, the webisode is called Spencer Confesses. <gasps> She confesses. I I beat you to it. Yeah, you did. Um, Spencer's hanging out with Aiden. They're walking in the woods. Like they like walking in the woods. There's a good amount of episodes where they're walking in the woods. Well, it's peaceful, so. Mm -hmm. She says that she thinks her and Ashley are back together, but she doesn't want to jump to uh, to jump the gun. So she tells Aiden not to say anything to anyone. Yep. And Aiden says, I think that's what she wanted all along, like the what Ashley wanted. Aiden says when they broke up, he um, had a conversation with her, and he realized that Ashley was trying to win Spencer back. And during that conversation, she was trying to be all careful with his emotions. Mm-hmm. Aiden's like, girl, I broke up with you. It's like, bitch, he says I dumped you. Like, like I broke up with like, you. He's like, girl, girl. I broke up with you. I like the way he says that. He's like, why do I care who you date? Dang. Dang, Aiden. Aiden James. (laughs) Aiden Um, James. Spencer's. Oh, Spencer starts talking about why she got back with Ashley. And she mentions that Ashley came to Pride and how she's all dedicated to her music. And she's sweet about it. Mm -hmm. They talk on the phone every night. And she says when they don't talk, she misses her. Aww. And she said that Ashley's been really cool with the whole Paula being an asshole situation. Mm-hmm. She's been really patient about it. And she's been, you know, she hasn't been retaliating or anything. So, but then Spencer says, um, I'm sorry. I know we, we said we're not going to talk about Ashley. 
But Spencer just wants to tell Aiden about this because he wants to know if it's okay that she dates Ashley, which I'm like, it's not his decision. Like, if you want to date Ashley, don't ask Aiden about it. Like, who cares what he thinks? But Aiden says it's okay. So then Spencer changes up the subject and says, word on the street is you're dating Mm -hmm. Sasha Miller, the killer. Uh, And Aiden's (laughs) like, word on the street? What did you hear from a homeless man? (laughs) I thought that was so funny. That is that's so funny. Imagine, like on the street. Can you imagine street? a homeless person whispering to Spence like, hey, you heard about Aiden Dennison and uh, Sasha Miller, the killer? <laughs> it's like, what? Can you imagine like that scene playing out and like some homeless man is going, hey, hey, you. She's like, sir, what? Hey, you no, know no, about Aiden Dennison? You, you know Aiden Dennison, right? <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I heard. Like, you know what I mean? Right. That'd be funny. Yeah. But uh, Spencer says, nah, man, it's just Glenn. I mean, Glenn, homeless man, whatever. Yeah, right. You know? <laughs> um, Spencer says that Sasha's hot, which is obvious. Mm-hmm. And she wonders who Aiden hasn't dated from King. And I was, we were having that conversation that. a few times in the past few weeks, me and you. Yeah. Um, Aiden says that he never dated librarian Smitty from uh-huh. King. But he says there was that one day when she was organizing the books uh-huh. and stuff. Spencer's like, shut up. Oh, my god! And gosh. then they, they walk away. Cool. That was cute, though. It's cool that um, they're still on good terms considering they've been with the same girl multiple times. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> they've been kind of battling for position. Um, so look how far we've come. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, they... They haven't really had much strain on their relationship except for the end of season two, though. So so that concludes our show. Yeah. And so that was our analysis of gay pride and Spencer confesses. Woo. Next week, guys, we are rolling through with career day. Okay. Which is the next episode. And next week, we have no webisode. <gasps> what? We are webisodeless. OMG. Yeah. So, yeah. So, all you guys have to concentrate on is the episode, Career Day. Um, oh, yeah. Let's give a little synopsis of what's going on. Career Day, it's what it sounds like, guys. There's a career fair going on at the school, and everyone's trying to figure out what they want to do with their lives. Yeah. So, hence career day. Okay. If you guys have any awesome news or anything to share with us, hit up our social media, get wasted SON on Instagram, SON Wasted on Twitter. And if you guys have a personal message that you really want to talk to us uh, formally, hit up our email, get wasted SON at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Do you have anything else to say, Nisi? Uh, nothing but get wasted. Get oh, that's wasted. all. Okay. Um, okay. Dang. Yeah. Um, so yeah, guys, thank you for being here once again. Another week of awesome South of Nowhereness. Forget wasted on South of Nowhere. Thank you for making this hella fun for us, and we are looking forward to being back next week to talk about Career Day. Yeah. If y'all don't know already. My name is Nettie Smith, and my sister's name is... Nisi Smith. And we hope you will get wasted next week with us. Deuces. Hasta luego.